Hello, and welcome to the Roman Around the League podcast. I'm your host, former NFL scout, Tyler Roman. On today's episode, I'm going to preview and pick the winner of Super Bowl 55, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Kansas City Chiefs, the GOAT versus the Baby GOAT. I truly anticipate a really good game. These are two really talented teams, so I'm going to give you a position-by-position look of the matchup and take a look at the matchups that I think will determine this game. So, you know, let's get started. Starting with the quarterbacks, this is probably the greatest matchup at quarterback in Super Bowl history. You have Tom Brady appearing as 10th Super Bowl and Mahomes in his second straight one. I love Tom Brady. You know, I think he needs to be applauded for everything he's done. I know there's a lot of, you know, haters and want to see him lose and stuff like that. And, you know, I get it. I know a lot of people are tired of seeing him in there. But I think you have to... You cannot discount what he's done at this age. At 43, going to a 10th Super Bowl, you know, leaving New England, going to Tampa, completely different situation. You know, it's just it's just amazing to see what he's done. And, you know, I really don't know if we'll ever see anything like this again. Probably not, but, you know, who knows? And, you know, Tom deserves every credit for everything he's been doing. He deserves his flowers, per se, you know. And I, I think... He had, whatever, 40 touchdowns this year at 43 years old. Just an incredible story. You know, as a Washington fan, you saw up close and personal what the guy could still do. And, you know, he was asked this week if he could play past 45, and he said he wouldn't discount it. And I wouldn't either. I mean, the way he takes care of himself, the way he's still pushing the ball down the field, I don't see him slowing down. So I think he'll definitely play next year and take it from there. So, you know, one thing I do, I heard this week, I think Levante David was on Patrick Peterson and Brian McFadden's podcast, and he was saying that, uh, you know, Brady saw someone in the locker room crying, and he said, you know, why the F are you crying? We ain't done yet. And I think it's such a testament of what time is, and that's, you know, such a, I think it's a funny, cool story. I mean, this guy is all business all the time, and, you know, he's right. The job ain't done yet, and that team doesn't know that, so that might go against them, because a lot of those guys have never been in that situation. You know, this is just another day in the park, really, for Tom Brady, but, you know, I think that's he's a testament of who he is, and I think it's a funny little story that's going to show how he's going to drive this team on Sunday. You know, moving on to Mahomes for Kansas City, and you know, when I say probably won't see that again, you know, probably the only reason I say that is because Mahomes, because Mahomes got a shot, and Mahomes is unbelievable. There's no doubting that everyone knows who he is. You know, spectacular talent. You know, my first year with the Browns is 2016, going into the 2017 NFL Draft. And we took Miles Garrett number one overall. You know, Miles has been an amazing player and, you know, really good number one overall pick. But in that draft class, you have quarterbacks like Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and, of course, Mr. Trubisky. But, you know, that was my first really scouting. I did what I was told. But, yeah, I really enjoyed watching Patrick's film. You know, I watched about six or seven games, and I thought he was crazy talented. And, you know, again, it was my first year doing it. Of course, I didn't see a lot yet. But, and, you know, I'm on the younger side, so I don't remember – Brett Favre in his prime or whatever, but I, I, even some of the highlight films I see him, or even when he was later into his year, the gunslinger-type mentality, and that's kind of what Patrick embodied even at Texas Tech, and you could just see, he, he made some errant throws and some questionable decisions, but Texas Tech had very little talent around him this, his years there, and he was constantly just trying to keep his team in the game, make throws that probably weren't the best decisions, but I just, you know, if he got into a right situation, which he really, you know, obviously he did the perfect situation with Andy Reid, and the Kansas City Chiefs, he could be special, and that's exactly what's happened. And, you know, like I said, he had some more picks in college than in the NFL, but again, that's more of a victim of a situation where Texas Tech 
was not a good program at that time, and he just looked amazing. I he I, he was my favorite quarterback in that class. I am not saying I ever thought he'd be this good. You know, the guy would have been in three straight pro, pro excuse me Super Bowls if you know <clears throat> D Ford doesn't jump off sides in that conference championship game against the Patriots back in 2018. So he's an unbelievable, unreal talent, a talent we probably will never see again. I see a lot of guys are trying to compare him to Michael Jordan, and I've heard people do it, and you know, I, I, I miss Michael Jordan as well. Too young for that, but I think everyone's watched that Jordan doc, The Last Dance, and you could see what a competitor he was. And Mahomes, you know, I think he's going to have almost like a certain reign like that. It's going to be really, he's going to prevent a lot of guys from winning championships because he's going to be, he's just going to be in the picture for the next 10 to 15 years. So um, anyways, like I said, Pat was our number one quarterback in that class. I like Deshaun as well. Then again, all, all, obviously, looking back on it, of course, those are the perfect ones to pick. But you, Deshaun Watson, you had a guy that you saw four years of film and multiple championship appearances. You love to see that as a scout to see that he's a winner and you know elevates his team performance. And that's why I really wasn't that big a fan of Trubisky back then, and that's rain true. But yeah, I think Mitch still can be an okay quarterback. But I digress, getting back to the quarterback situation of the Super Bowl. I'm going to have to give it to Kansas City. I mean, like I said, Brady is the GOAT, but Mahomes is here to stay, and he's got a chance to take his mantle in the next 15 years or so. So Pat definitely gives Kansas City a, a leg up there. You know, moving up to the running backs, you know, this one's almost a toss-up. You know, I loved, loved Clyde Edwards-Hilaire coming out of LSU last year, but he's been up and down in his rookie season. He had that great first game against Houston on that Thursday night. Um, that was kind of his, you know, highlight of the year. He's had some injuries, and plus, you know, Kansas City hasn't ran the ball as much, but you know, he's, he is a really good young talent. They also have Le'Veon Bell, of course, you know, has had a great career, but obviously the last couple of years has tailed off, and Daryl Williams has had a nice, actually had a pretty nice playoffs, as well as the undrafted player from LSU from a few years ago. And, you know, but they have a tough matchup going against the Tampa Bay defense. They have number one rush defense in the NFL, so that's going to be, they have their work cut out for him. You know, Tampa Bay, you got Leonard Fournette, who's had a really nice postseason I think he had near 100 yards against Washington in the wild card round and that really nice run against Green Bay in the Conference Championship. And uh, Ronald Jones, who had a near 1,000-yard rushing season in the regular season, he's been banged up recently. But, you know, when his burst is there, he can be an X-factor for this game. So I think if they can get him going along with Fournette, take some pressure off Brady, take some pressure off that offensive line going up with Chris Jones and others. You know, so I'm going to go with Tampa Bay. You know, when it comes to the running back situations. Moving on to the pass catchers, this is, you know, obviously a tough one. These groups are supremely talented. You know, I think Kansas City is a little more top heavy with Tyreek and Travis Kelsey, both those guys, you know, top five, top ten in receiving yards this year. Unreal talents. They have some nice death pieces if um, Sammy Watkins is cleared to play, which it looks like that's trending that way. Mikko Hardman, another speed demon out of Georgia, I think is year three now. They need to, I'd like to see him get the ball more because he's you know, a really talented young player, but obviously it's hard when he's kind of a Tyreek Hill light type. And then Demarcus Robinson, a solid rotational receiver, if he's going to be able to play clearing the COVID protocols, which it looks like he might be able to do that in time for Sunday. But, you know, Tyreek was unreal against Tampa Bay in that regular season matchup where he had like 200 yards receiving in the first quarter alone, which is just unreal to think about. But... You know, Tampa Bay will have to make some adjustments. Carlson Davis could not hold up against Tyreek that game. And, you know, luckily Sean Murphy Bunting is back for this game. He missed that regular season matchup. He should be hold up better in the slot. But either way, they're not going to be able to stop Tyreek. 
completely. They just got to hope to contain them. And, you know, Kansas City, like I said, their pass catching group is amazing, but a little top heavy for my liking. So that's why I move on to Tampa Bay's group. And of course, you got Mike Evans, seven straight years of a thousand yards receiving to start his career. You know, Chris Godwin, 1,300 yards last year, 800 yards in an injury riddled season this year. Great talent. He's had a little up and down postseason. Actually, a guy I think Washington football team could look at in the offseason as a free agent. You got Antonio Brown, who obviously has had a tremendous career up and obviously for non-football reasons has been up and down the last couple years. Scotty Miller had a nice catch, touchdown catch in the NFC Championship against Green Bay, who claims he's faster than Tyreek Hill, but I think everyone knows that's not the case. And then uh, Tyler Johnson, you know, a guy that he had a couple nice catches in this postseason and throughout the regular season. It's a guy I really liked out of Minnesota. Last year, I had no idea why he slipped to the fifth round. A lot of guys didn't really like him, but the guy just has great hands and was constantly getting open in Minnesota in that Big Ten. And I think he's going to be a guy that Tampa Bay's going to lean on the coming years, especially if they let Chris Goblin walk and Antonio Brown in this offseason. And then obviously move to the tight end, you got Rob Gonkowski, a little more quieter pro season than usual, and then Cameron Braid, who's a really solid option for Brady. You could tell Tom really trust him. But, you know, look for Chris Godwin to have a good game out of the slot. I don't think Casey has a personnel to cover him with Rashad Fenton and among others. But Fenton has played better as late. Um, so either way, I'm going to take Tampa Bay's group as a whole. But, I mean, it's extremely close. I mean, obviously Tyreek and Kelsey are all world. But I'm just saying from a complete perspective, you know, Tampa Bay's group is a lot deeper. And, you know, looking at the defenses, you know, I think Kansas City – has a bevy of players between Tyron Matthew, Chris Jones, Legereus Sneed, the fourth-round rookie, has been amazing for them. Absolute steal. Really liked him in Louisiana Tech last year. He played safety and corner. Um, he was safety most of his career before switching to corner at Louisiana Tech. Really nice player for them. Bright future. Want Thornhill, another good safety from UVA from a few years back. Bashad Breeland, the former Washington football player. He's played well his, for his last two years in Kansas City. And they're going to need him to hold up against guys like Mike Evans on the outside. And yeah, But they, they have to get interior pressure to disrupt Brady. It's no secret that his, is his weakness. When Brady loses, it's because it's coming from rush up the middle. And you know it's, this is why they paid Chris Jones you know, for a game like this. So I think he's really going to have to get his money, make his money this game and get Brady, you know, get him to feel that pressure because that's where he's going to start making some mistakes. You know, I expect Tyron Matthew to ball out, make some big plays. You know, I think they'll put him on the tight ends at times, Braid and Gronk. And, you know, he'll look sad there. He's good at man coverage. And, you know, he's a guy Brady will always have to look for because he's going to roam the field, make plays, and just he constantly has a knack for the ball. Everyone knows that. You know, Matthew is a known commodity. If you're a football fan, you know who Tyron is. And he's going to be a really big factor in this game on Sunday. You know, Tampa Bay is loaded with talent on their defense. I think they have a better overall defense when it comes talent-wise. Devin White is an absolute monster at linebacker. He's a difference maker. He missed that opening round game in the wild card round against Washington, and I think he made he would have made a huge difference in that game. Um, Levante David, stalwart at the middle linebacker position along Devin White. Pass rushers and Shaquille Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, Dominican Sue. Their corners are good with Carlton Davis, who did struggle in the regular season matchup against Tyreek, but then Jamel Dean's a good player as well. Sean Murphy Bunting, Jordan Whitehead's a good safety. I love the way he plays. He comes downhill, and he'll, he'll smack you, man. You know, Jordan Whitehead's a good player. And Antron Winfield, another guy I really liked coming out of Minnesota last year. And he's been one of the top rookie of the year challenges as a you know, for a defensive player. Obviously, Chase Young is going to win that. But, you know, 
Anton Winfield's going to be a really good player and a strong safety, maybe a top five safety in this league when it's all said and done. But, you know, the talent is there to at least slow down Patrick Mahomes in that offense. Obviously, they didn't show in the regular season, but they have the personnel. And, you know, that, that kind of brings me to you know, a matchup that I think will really determine this game. And that will be Shaq Barrett and Jason Pierre-Paul versus Mike Rummers at left tackle for Kansas City and Andrew Wiley at right tackle for Kansas City. They lost Mitchell Schwartz earlier in the year to injury, one of the best right tackles of the game. They lost Eric Fisher last year, excuse me, last week or two weeks ago, excuse me, in the AC Championship game to a torn Achilles. So they're playing without both their tackles. And that could easily decide this game. You know, Wiley was playing guard till the Eric Fisher injury and Remmers was playing right tackle. So he's switching over to left tackle for this game. And if Tampa Bay is going to win this game, they need these guys to come up huge. You know, Shaq Barrett led the league in pressures this year. JPP had nine and a half sacks. You know, I, I expect them to get Mahomes uncomfortable, get him off his spot. You know, really pack this game because they have to. I mean, they there are better players than those tackles. I think they're gonna, you know, they're gonna eat. I think they're gonna do well. The problem is if you get Pat to leave the pocket, excuse me, Patrick, to leave the pocket, that's where he does a lot of his damage. Everyone knows that he's great on the run. Tyreek Hill is great to find open spots when Pat's on the run. So it's uh, Travis Kelsey. They it's backyard football, and no one's better at the NFL currently, if not ever. So that's you know, it's great if they get pressure, but they're gonna need guys like. Maybe have Devin White spy him, keep an eye on him at all times. You know, White, like I said, is a special linebacker. And I think he can be up to the task to at least slow him down and, you know, hopefully make a poor decision because that's what you need. They're going to need some turnovers in this game to win. And, you know, I think Devin White can be a guy that's going to help them. But, again, like I said, JPP and Shaq Barrett against those Kansas City reserve tackles is going to be a huge storyline in this game. You know, but, you know, going to the offensive lines, like I said, I think Tampa Bay – Kansas City's offensive line definitely is at a disadvantage going against that Tampa Bay defensive line. I think Tampa Bay's offensive line is stronger to go up against Kansas City's offensive line. You guys, Donovan Smith and Tristan Worth on the outside going against Kansas City's Chris Jones and guys alike. So I think they're going to be holed up in that matchup because, they, like I said, if they can just keep Chris Jones at bay, they're going to have a good shot at uh, moving the ball down the field with Tom. But another matchup that I like mentioned earlier you know it's it's Tampa Bay secondary versus Tyree Kill and Travis Kelsey obviously they almost single-handedly won that game during the regular season you know, Tyreek needs to be doubled I don't see any way how he can't be how <laughs> that's not going to be part of the situation um you know I know that could leave you vulnerable in other areas but I don't see what choice to have I mean Carlson Davis couldn't hold with him I mean, Jamel Dean is a faster player. Maybe they could try to keep him on him. Sean Murphy Button is a little more accustomed to the slot, and obviously they put Tyreek in the slot a lot. But, I mean, Hill can change the game at any moment, and they need to limit his production any way possible because he could, like I said, single-handedly win in this game. If they had to let other guys eat, whether even just be Kelsey in the middle of the field, obviously Kelsey's going to make his plays, but usually they're not you know, 50-yard plays like Tyreek can make. But obviously they need to slow down. I'm not saying they can't. They have to key on Travis Kelsey as well, but... If they can try to take Hill out of the game and make Kelsey beat them more or the Demarcus Robinsons of the world or maybe Sammy Watkins can make some plays coming off that injury. But again, they first and foremost, they have to start, stop Tyreek. If they can't, nah, they're not going to win this game. And I think that's pretty evident in the regular season matchup as well. So, you know, moving on to my pick for the game. I keep going back and forth on this. You know, at first early, you know, when the matchup was settled two weeks ago, I definitely was having Kansas City. You know, then this week I'm like, I'm going Tampa Bay because I really think Tampa Bay has a better overall team. They have a better overall talent. They have a deeper roster. 
And, you know, I think that's going to be a big factor in this game. They have Brady, but I think Kansas City has the more elite players. They have the better quarterback in Patrick Mahomes. They have the better overall receiver in Tyree Kill, the better tight end in Travis Kelsey. Chris Jones is a force on the inside. Tyron Matthews, an amazing player in that secondary at safety. And honestly, I think what could be a deciding factor is a coaching matchup. I think Andy Reid is a better coach than Bruce Arians. Reid rarely, rarely ever loses coming off a bye. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see some crazy design play we've never even thought of. Like we saw in the Super Bowl last year with that crazy play where the quarterback and Mahomes and Rams were shuffling before the play. And just, you know, I, I think we'll see something like that at, at, again. So I think it will be a really close game. But I think Patrick Mahomes will almost have like a poetic justice moment. We'll, we'll see what Brady's done for 20 years now where he's going to have a lead a game-winning drive lead his team to a game-winning field goal. So I think Mahomes is going to play that Brady part and lead Kansas City to a game-winning field goal as time expired. And I'll say Kansas City wins 30-27. And we'll see our first back-to-back champions since the early 2000 Patriots. So with that prediction, that will do it for this episode of Roman Around League Podcast. I hope we see an amazing Super Bowl that we'll, we'll remember for years to come. I hope you enjoy, and please subscribe. This is your host, Tyler Roman, signing off. See you next time.